0: Know Your Real History, the time has come, Two history has started unfolding, the revelation has began. Namaste, welcome back to the Know Your Real History Podcast. On this episode, we will be talking about the soul of India. According to Aurobindo, the nation or society, like the individual, has a body, organic life, a moral and aesthetic temperament, a developing mind and a soul behind all these signs and powers for the sake of which they exist. We can see that, like the individual, it is essentially a soul, it is a group, soul, After attaining to a separate and distinct identity of itself, it becomes more and more self-conscious. It then becomes more and more fully aware of this group soul. Then it develops into corporate action or collective societal action and mentality. Then it attains an organic and self-expressive life of its own. We have to realise that the nation's land is only the shell of the body. It is a living shell. It is potent in its influences on the nation. When we begin to feel that its real body is the men and women who compose the nation as a unit, this national body is always changing, yet always the same like that of the individual man. And this unity leads us on the way to a truly subjective, communal consciousness. Then we have to realize that even the physical existence of our society is a subjective power, not a mere objective existence. A great corporate soul exists in its inner self with all its possibilities and dangers of the soul life. Sri Aurobindo visualized that India has always seen in man, the individual, a soul. A portion of the divinity enwrapped in mind and body. It is conscious manifestation in nature of the universal self and spirit. She has always distinguished and cultivated in him a mental and intellectual, an ethical, dynamic and practical, an aesthetic and hedonistic, a vital and physical being. But all these have been seen by India as powers of a soul that manifests through them and grows with their growth. Yet they are not all a soul because at the summit of its ascent, It arises to something greater than them all, into a spiritual being. It is in this spiritual being that India has found the supreme manifestation of the soul of man and his ultimate divine manhood, his Paramartha and highest Purushartha. India's idea of a nation is different from what is generally understood in the West. According to the West, a nation, or people, is an organized state, or an armed and efficient community. Well prepared for the struggle of life, putting all at the service of the national ego. But according to India, such a concept of nation is only the disguise of iron armor, which masks and encumbers the national purusha. Swabhava and Swadharma of Bharat India's Swabhava is being expressed in its great communal soul and life that has appeared in the whole. Koti Koti Bhujai, Druta Kharavale And this has manifested a nature of its own and the law of that nature. This nature of our nation and the law of its nature are called its Swabhava and Swadharma. These two are embodied as intellectual, aesthetic, ethical, dynamic, social and political forms. Swadharma of Bharat, Tumidharma, a supreme reconciliation of the eternal and the temporal. India's urge is always towards the eternal, since it is always the highest and entirely real. But it also contains, in her culture, and philosophy, a supreme reconciliation of the eternal and the temporal, and she need not seek it from outside. Aurobindo reminds us thus once again, India has always existed for humanity and not for herself. And it is for humanity and not for herself that she must be great. Bharat, a country chosen by God, Aurobindo gives reasons and explains. God always keeps for himself a chosen country in which the higher knowledge is continually preserved through all dangers. That country in this Chaturyuga is Bharat. Whenever God chooses, he dims the knowledge in India and puts her down into weakness and degradation. It is a play of the Kali, allowing India to indulge in tamasic and rajasic pleasures to take the full pleasure of ignorance, the dualities of strife and wrath and tears, weakness and selfishness. Then she retires into herself and will not interfere with this movement of God's Leela. When God wants to rise up, the Narayana in man, to make him once again mighty and wise and blissful, then he once more pours out the knowledge of India and raises her up so that she may give the knowledge, wisdom and bliss to the whole world. When there is this movement of knowledge expands in India, the soul of India expands with it. Then India come onto the world stage and works in the world and for the world. We thus see that our India is a goddess, Bharat Mata. Bharat Mata is seen by Aurobindo in four great aspects. 1. Bharat Mata, the soul of India, Tumi hridi. 2. Bharat Shakti, the power of India, Bahute Tumi Ma Shakti 3. She embodies dharma, spirituality, the spirituality that accepts life and harmonizes spirit and, and matter. Tumidharma 4. Chagat Guru Leader of the World Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back soon with another wonderful work by Dr. K.M. Rao.